This is the Chronicle Podcast, and we are here to bring you top-notch pro wrestling and sports entertainment, information, and analysis. We also bring you general entertainment, societal talks, and much more. This podcast is hosted on Spotify for podcasters. To keep you informed is our top priority. Please like, subscribe, and share. And now, your host, Samuel Lyon.
Welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. This is our first and newly quoted news segment on the Chronicle Podcast called The Breakdown. This is the first episode and I'm so proud. I'm so honored to be joined by my guy. I mean, he's the one that I'm so, so proud to have on here. And we've been working on this for a very long time, trying to try, I try to see how we can make something better. We can, we can put something out there that can be of, of value, something that can be of good taste. And I'm so glad that the breakdown, the first episode of the breakdown, like I said earlier, it's on and it's off going. And joining me all the way from the great city uh, and the federal capital territory of our nation, Nigeria, please make welcome Big Fave. Big Fave, how are you doing this morning? Welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you on here. Good morning, bro. I'm, I'm honored to be here as well. I'm honored to be cool. <laughs> you don't sound as if you're honored to be here. Man, what's keeping I'm your honored. voice so down, man? Come on. I'm honored, I'm honored to be co-hosting this breakdown episode with you. And I'm very, very happy to be here. Thank you very much, man. I mean, uh, if you are a listener of our show especially for this, especially this year, we really started you know, going going with Cody because we are really gunning and rooting for Cody Rhodes this year to see how he can make it to WrestleMania because right now the competition is stuck. Right now the stars and the superstars is at the highest it has been in the company. But one thing I want to really assure you and what I really want to have faith is the fact that, you know, the story needs to be finished. And for that to be finished, everybody needs to support Cody whichever way they can. And we support him here by using his catchphrase, using his tagline. That is, what what do you want to talk about? So, Fave, this morning, what the fuck do you want to talk about? I mean, let's go. Let's talk about anything you want to talk about. But first, before we do that, I want you to spare more, give us more light on your first ever boxing match. I mean, that was so I was so fucking proud to see all the hard the, the work you've put in the, this past year, twenty twenty three. You know, trying to build your body, trying to work out and everything, and to see you go out there to give it your best shot. And even though you came out with a silver medal, you still you are our podcast champion. I mean. What the fuck do you want to talk about? Do you want to start there? Or do you want to start wherever wherever you want, if you want to talk about? We are here for you, man. Come on, let's go. Let's hit this off. Oh, and I'm really, 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 very, very excited for my debut match. It was really a special day because it was on Boxing Day. And it signifies a lot. It signifies a lot for me. Because I've been working really hard. I started boxing that same year, which was 2023. April 3rd, it was on a Monday. I cannot forget when, when I went to the gym and told them I want to learn how to box. And from there, that was just a good story going on from there. And I really thank God. I thank God because my name, Fivo, is really following me around. And I give God all the glory because I'm alive. And I'm alive to, to just be happy, doing what I love, to just be passionate about combat sport and everything. Well, the story is long, though, but... We bless God, we give God all the glory, we thank God, and I'm happy to actually have a match there because there was someone who came from very far, from Oruzo, which was very far, and he was not put on the fight card. So I'm really just happy to be there. I'm happy, even though the decision, I'm happy because the decision was, even though it was a unanimous decision against me, 
I'm still happy because I still had that first experience in the ring. I'm still happy because I have a lot to learn. I'm still very, 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 very much happy because I made my debut. I will bless the name of the Lord. I will see what 2024 holds. I believe 2024 is going to be far, far more greater than 2023. We just thank God. I'm really, 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 really happy. Thank you, bro. I mean, come on. It's really one of those things we, we look forward to and we're like, um, to our guys that are out there trying to do the best thing they can, trying to put up a good fight. And it's really something I'm really proud of for you to actually get this done and so uh for this um this is from from me to you it's a well done it's a congratulations and fucking thank you for putting wearing your hat on your sleeves and trying to try something new trying to put uh put in work for something you love and um this also is a passion project for me i love to see this grow and obviously i want to see you grow too and i wish you luck in your continuous success and I mean, that aside, congratulations once again. But kicking things off, man, I mean, for the past few months, we've been talking, we've been chatting and, you know, going through all this craziness in the process. Where do you want to start from? I mean, we've ha we have a lot to break down. Where do you, what do you want to break down first? I give you the honors this morning. Big Fave, can you hear me? I believe we're we having technical difficulties. Big Fave um, can't literally hear me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bro. Repeat, repeat it. That was next one. Repeat what you want me to do. I'm asking you, what do you want to break down first? I'm giving you the honors to break something down here first on our first episode of the Breakdown Year on the Chronicle podcast. Okay. Yo, big faith, can you hear me? I mean, oh, I think we will try and see. How can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, I'm asking you to break something down here first. Be the one to break something right, down here right, first. Right, right, right. Yeah, let's start with the most important one. Will Cody ever finish the story? Okay. Why yeah. would you say that? So, um, because um, we can see the, the way things are going now. First of all, Roman Reigns and The Rock will be fighting at WrestleMania because I believe they are not fighting in Australia. They are not fighting at the Nation Chamber, according to the reports I read. And that leaves Cody hanging in the balance. Will he win the Royal Rumble? To me, absolutely not. The Royal Rumble belongs to CM Punk. And I felt with the way since his return to WWE and the way they've been trying to make him the face of the company ever since, I felt, okay, if there's nobody to do it, this is the right guy to dethrone Roman Reigns for the championship. But in another sense, the way things are going right now, they are trying to make a really big blockbuster match between two cousins, which is The Rock and Roman Reigns. He's leaving Cody hanging in the balance. Where does Cody go from here? We don't know. Okay. They put him in a, in a tag team storyline with Jey Uso, which was great. 
we put him in a mini field with Shinsuke Nakamura, which was great. But my real question is, will Cody ever finish the story? I'm asking you that, boy. Okay, in terms of would Cody ever finish the story, that is what everybody... Like, I mean, Cody has turned into a meme on social media. Cody has been, you know, used on everything because everybody, everybody is scared. We don't know what the fuck is going on. First off, the return of, of The Rock in um, doing Raw's Day One, the first show of the year where he came and he, it's just a statement. Rock is making just a statement. But uh, for the first time in, in almost three to four years, this did not come off just like a statement to people because uh, remember a few months back in in September when he was on Pat McAfee's show, one of the college game days there in Colorado where he made his uh, his surprise appearance on SmackDown that same night, that same day. You 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 heard what he said on social uh, on on the show that had people talking on social media. People were like, "Why would he say that?" When he was like, um, "The match between him and Roman was already locked down. That was supposed to happen." And or, or we, we don't know what happened that that might not happen because the perfect scenario was for, for Roman to, you know, defend the... Because he calls himself the tribal chief. And we know the, the most popular and the most um, successful Samoan before him, which is and still is The Rock, right? So Roman coming with this tribal chief narrative, you know, getting blessed by the elders. It was already like whether WWE accepted to do it or not. That was already a, that was a a story inbuilt by itself alone. I mean, if you follow the Rock's um, um series Young Rock, you still see him, you know, put little bits of that story in there too. So everybody was like, I mean, no matter what Roman does with the title before this title reign comes to an end, we he needs to be in the ring with um um the Rock is the one person he needs to be in the ring with to kind of cement his legacy with this reign, cement his legacy as this big champion, cement his legacy as this guy. I mean, it's not as if him not being um, in the ring with The Rock ever will ever tarnish everything he has done, but it's just kind of like the cherry on top of the cake. You'll be like, oh, I mean, he was in the ring with the great one, right? Now, 2021, during the pandemic, okay, yes, it could not happen. I mean, I mean, we just have 25% fans to be to talk about here. Now, 2022, that was supposed to be at Texas Stadium. I mean, he, uh, sorry, um, um, uh, AT&T Stadium. He, the Rocky Dome, and we had the, the, the Brock and Roman match where the title was matched. I mean, come on. The perfect scenario was last year. Hollywood. Rock, Roman, Hollywood. That would have been the biggest box office they could have ever done. And the Rock said it himself. That was when the match was supposed to happen. But all of a sudden, the Cody um, scenario being, in, um, you know, kind of like the plan B. And I hated the fact that he made Cody to look more like a plan B, even though Cody was the plan B. But I just hated the fact that he made it so obvious as if, oh, I gave Cody the spot. for Like, it, was, it just felt some kind of way. And although Cody has not addressed it, so we too leave it at that. But end of the day, I really felt so kind of not really proud, not kind of proud, like, not really, like, feel bad, like, oh, wow. So Cody was this plan B and everything. And then Cody did not get to win the championship. And now that's already in Bill's story on its own. So WWE has actually kind of shoot themselves in the leg with having two great in Bill stories. Cody finishing the goddamn story and The Rock making romance certified is, is um, this thing. And these two matches cannot happen anywhere else 
other than WrestleMania. We can make exception for The Rock at the moment. But come to think of it, when you think of Rock Roman, where do you want to place it? Even if you are a, a ruler or an owner of the company, you want to place it at the marquee, the biggest event of the year, which is WrestleMania. I mean, come on, other bigger shows. We have international PLEs these these days, but WrestleMania is the be all end all of sports entertainment in in all of pro wrestling. I mean, come on. So now, Cody is at the crossroads. I mean, no pun intended at that one, because come to think of it, we ha- they now have the rock to to spare uh, to spare. They have someone like CM Punk right now in this same story um CM Punk is back and i mean that's already a marquee match on you they have so many matchups they can go with that will still make money none bigger than um the rock roman that is the big like if you tell yourself the truth as a businessman as a booker as the owner of the company whatever you want to call yourself even if you are not even the owner of the company you know that the biggest match that can draw money that can make you money that can pull yes mainstream box office whatever you want to call it billion dollar anything you want to look at it is rock roman but what do you do when you have you know you've put your fans your fans have been following one story for the past two years what last year more so ever than the past two years which is cody roman people will tell you oh cody doesn't have to finish the story with roman reigns but that's a fucking lie because the biggest championship the the goal that his father held is the one roman is with and he needs to finish that goddamn story with Roman Reigns. I don't know what the company has to do, but... Wait, wait a minute. You said the goal that whose father's held? Sorry. The, yes, the championship that um, Cody's father held, but never won. That is the championship um, Roman is with. He's not the one with Seth Rollins. It's the WWE, uh, WWE championship, which is with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the, is the one with that championship. And Cody needs to finish the story with that championship, not Rollins' own. I, I don't even want this scenario people are trying to make oh he should finish the story with with Seth Rollins if that was supposed to be true he would have finished his sins because they would have you know he's, the same, he's in the same roster with with him but now the issue here is Cody is now a raw superstar uh, Roman is a smartass superstar Cody now has two ways to get to Roman one win the way around which we all know nobody I mean, absolutely nobody. I am putting my money on the line on this. That this year's Rumble belongs to none other than the man himself, CM Punk. I mean, he that is that is win. I don't I don't know how they're gonna do that, but that is Punk's win. Now you get to look at Cody. Where where does Cody go from here? Elimination Chamber. That is the last chance, a last opportunity. I don't know how the company is going to fix in raw superstars. And SmackDown superstars for the chat for the chance to get a shot at WrestleMania. That is the only place Cody can get um get a win, get a his chance um to to meet Roman. What now you now ask yourself a question? What if that doesn't happen? How does Cody get there? I'm I'm already pissed the fact that you know they opened a window whereby they did a, a window transfer between bringing Jay to Raw. I wish they never gave that opportunity to Kevin Owens to be moved to SmackDown. I wish that thing was still open. Maybe Cody would have politics for himself to be moved to SmackDown. Maybe that would have been easier for him to get to Roman. But I don't know. Now, this is the big job for them. I don't know how they are going to get set up Roman Cody. And the, the biggest fear right now is the fact that we might not even get the, the, we might not even get the, the match this year. If they first of all, you're hearing rumors of oh, 
they want Roman to break the Ogogan's record. And Ogogan's record, it can be broken, um, I think, a few weeks after SummerSlam. That is like, we're talking about September here. So, are we, is Roman going to keep this championship for another full year? Because you can't have, talk about Cody uh, finishing the story. He started at WrestleMania. So, he has to end at WrestleMania. So, if The Rock is coming in this year, are we to wait for Cody another one more year? Do we have that in us? To wait for Cody one more year again till next year, and how are we going to guarantee that Roman is going to be with this championship for till the next WrestleMania 41? Because crazy. So if you ask me, is Cody going to ever finish this story? I don't have an answer for you because I can just have scenarios. Okay, this is how he's supposed to finish the story. But to proudly and to convincingly tell you he's going to finish this story, I can't do that because I don't. I myself don't know. Maybe this is what they want for us not to know. So uh, man, come on. I don't know what to say in this one. I, I think you have been breaking down there for you, for wow. me too. Thank, thank, thank you very much. Wow. Your opinion. Wow. I love your opinion. I love your opinion on everything. You know, Cody, Cody is your man now. I know you love Cody a lot. But moving on, though. Moving on. Let's move on to the situation happening at um, AEW. Okay. Yeah, since the fork left, how have you seen AEW? How have they been coping? Um, you know, when it comes to um, all elite wrestling, it's one of those things we look at and we are like, you don't want to say shit because you don't want them to um, be like, oh, you are trying to trash on the company and everything. But at the end of the day, the end of the day, um, himself, the man himself has actually, uh, the sorry, the company itself have moved past the. The honeymoon phase, as they say, because this company started five years ago. I can remember not missing an episode of um, all lead wrestling shows, be it Dynamite, even when Rampage was added to the mix, and um, recently when um, Collision was now added. Now, it came to a point whereby that should, I mean, Bully Ray of Busted Open will always say, when you watch AW, what is your your biggest and number one take takeaway? Everybody will be like, wow, it's always a fun, like, you go, you watch AW, it's fun. Now, they had younger stars, homegrown talent, young people that you did not get to know, maybe if you were not, really, obviously, we all I knew was always um, WWE, I got to know TNA Wrestling, uh, got to know New Japan, discovered New Japan through the Kenny Omega and Okada's um, um, hype and everything that was going on over there. But then came All Elite Wrestling, and that was another one. Having a, a another main, a mainstream um, um, company that can kind of rival with the the biggest and the case was say the evil empire WWE. And it was also really fun to see some of our some of the release talents or some of the workers that could not make it to the big leagues having to get work at AW and you're like you get to see what they can do on national TV week in, week out. But obviously at the end of the day, the sweetness will always pass away. Now what do you do when the sweetness passes away? That was the biggest question that sometimes most fans 
won't want to agree or won't want to stomach. And I don't want to be one that will be like, oh, I'm trying to trash on the company or I'm trying to say something and you'd see it and me trashing on it. It's just me trying to give my own constructive criticism. And this is the breakdown. So I'm trying to break it down for the audience. And I'm not trying to buy sides here. But we can't deny the fact that the best thing to happen to that company was when they, they were able to, to bring in um, CM Punk to that company. Because obviously the company was doing... Yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the company was doing great before him. We, 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 we can't also deny that fact. It was doing great be, uh, before him. But you can't have, at the end of the day, at that time, that company just had stars that, I mean, I mean, a star would need a star. Everybody needs somebody. You can't have Roman Reigns. Now, that's what we are complaining right now. Because to, to me, if you look at it, aside from the new resurgence of having CM Punk, Randy, and um, who else? Okay, the rise of LA Knight. If you had looked, uh, and maybe Cody, uh, if you look at WWE at that time, before these four names, you know, rose to prominence, or like CM Punk and Cody coming to the company, Roman had already run through the entire roster. I mean, people like Brian Danielson now in AEW, um, Claudio Clasnoli in uh, former Cesaro. I mean, stars that he had beaten. I mean, Roman had literally run through the entire roster. And he can't be Roman Reigns when he keeps beating, rinsing, repeats. Rinsing, repeat, visit the entire roster, everything. You need to f- give him somebody to feed on. You need to give him somebody that can stand with Roman Reigns. I'll be like, uh oh. Apart from Brock, who else would you put with Roman Reigns and who have everybody shout, uh oh? Nobody. I'm not sure at that time you had anybody that you could put Roman Reigns and anybody would shout, uh oh. Now this is a match I want to see. Now this is a match Roman can. So, so it's really crazy to see how everything now, you know, went at that time. So back to AEW. They had uh, at Cody. AEW had um who again did they have at that, at that time? I'm I'm trying to think who they had before during 2021 before um 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 CM Punk came in. They had if you ask me, I, I will tell you it's only Cody. They had Cody, maybe John Huber at that time. If he did, did he die before CM Punk came in? I mean, they had um, Chris Jericho. Okay, they had Chris. They had Cody. They had Kenny. They had um, Hangman Page. I'm going to think of the people that can say stars, you know. But you build on those ones. You will need somebody for them to play off, off, you know. And that was with CM Punk coming to the company. It, you know, it shattered um, glass ceilings. It broke records. People had highs. You had people crying because this man was hot by WWE. I mean, who gets sacked on their wedding day? CM Punk is. He was. He got released on his own wedding day. Why? Because he walked out of the company, because he felt hot, because he felt, you know, betrayed, because he, he, he felt not cared for. I mean, we all have that moment in our life once in a while. I mean, not even once in a while. Sometimes in our life, we have such moments. And what do you do when you don't feel supported? You you isolate. And he left. And you believe nobody came to his aid at that time. What they, what they had to do was fire him, sack him. On his own goddamn wedding day, and that man was hot for the, for seven good years. Never to, in fact, I'm not sure the man had anything to do with pro wrestling until um, AW kept kept knocking on the door, kept knocking on the door, and he accepted to come back um, after the pandemic, 2021. And the man's comeback should should be seen as the comeback, like Cody said in his last promo before leaving AW, not just the comeback of the year. That should probably be the comeback of the entire decade. 
The man came back to Hollywood wrestling. The man became the biggest star they had. Brought them box office. Became the mainstream um, star they had. Became the Roman of today for them. Then, what did they do with him? Apart from that great feud with MJF, what can you point at in CM Punk's run and tell me that was something you would look back? I mean, the only thing I can go back to to watch is Punk's coming back to AW. Well, sorry, his, his first appearance on Rampage. That was the first episode of Rampage. His feud with MJF, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, his return um, after the brawlout incident, and maybe the brawlout and uh, the the media scrum. Those are the moments I can go back to, and watch. Now tell me, what did they do with him when he came back? I can absolutely, you can, it, it was issues after issues. Because at the end of the day, this man has standards. I mean, he's fucking straight edge for goodness sake. He has standards, he has this. Now, what do you do with somebody that has standards and everything? You try to prepare the table. <laughs> I'm not trying to be blasphemous here, but anything. You have to prepare a table be, before him and try to like, okay, this is what, uh, I mean, people even had jokes calling him GM Punk. Because uh, as from, the, you, you know, that man worked for the biggest company in the world. That man worked where we had power over power. That man worked where you had principles, rules, regulation, following the 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 the, the, the pipeline, streamline yeah, rules. I mean, Vince won't let you fuck up his company. We've had the most controversial issues in the in the whole of wrestling industry in, in WWE. But how do those workers work and still stay there? I mean, I grew up hearing about the age. Um, and Matt Hardy with um, um, Trish, uh, sorry, Lita's triangle. Yeah, oh, you took my girlfriend. And I, was, like, I don't even like, I mean, if you, you can you can go Google that and Google that and check it for yourself. But to, to year age, I mean, I think a few weeks ago I was watching, you can go check it out on a Not Sam Wrestling YouTube um, channel when he, his conversation with Edge, over, over two hours plus conversation. I sat down, I listened to that, I dissected that. The part that man was addressing that issue where yes that was a i mean kind of like a blood feud problem like kind of like i mean if i see you on the street i'm gonna I'm fucking break your feet I'm, I'm 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 killing you for doing this to me and all that kind of shit but you know what happened the boss came in you know brought the two boys together oh i'm gonna sit down here this is my fucking company this is my livelihood i won't have you two fuck it up for me if like going to either do business or you fucking leave and as 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 matured and as you know as you know were matured and let's say um business minded and you know people that you know have sense they're able to sit down and be like yes oh buddy i fucking hate you i dislike you. i might even fucking kill you if i see you on the streets but when we are in this company when we walk inside this this building we are WWE superstars and we have to do what superstars do that is eat shit and keep doing business. And those two sat down there and made business with that blood feud. And that became money for the company. They worked together. Now you have people getting pissed that CM Punk walked in and got all. What did they expect? You gone for the. It's just like you trying to sign someone like Stone Cold to AW and you think he should not have all the powers in the world. Like what are you. You are buying a star. You think you, you buy a star and come and turn into a dog? It can never happen. It brings me back to what Cody said and what, I mean, Kevin Owens even, everybody, if, if, we all know now, everybody is now in the open. 
I mean, for Vince Kennedy McMahon and his crew to fly their private jets straight to see Cody to buy it. I mean, can it, for Cody to even tell you, I mean, Vince said it himself, crow crow with his mouth. Like Cody said, I don't want to change anything about me. I don't want, I, I believe he might even have more rules than that. I need my private boss. I need my this, I need my that. I don't need my logo changed. I don't need my music changed. I, I need, and to, to hear Vince say, you think we will do that? We are buying the goddamn pro- We are buying everything. Nothing. If it's not broken, why fix it? CM Punk might have been broken in terms of like him feeling hot. But the brand CM Punk, the, the punk himself, <laughs> that's not a broken brand, my goodness. If it was a broken brand, you won't have every single building you go that maybe in Chicago or maybe any show that you have people that had any reason to do with um, CM Punk. You'll be having CM Punk chance for the past how many years? Over 10 years now. Any arena you, you went that had anything to do with CM Punk, you will have chance of CM Punk daily. WWE kept this, getting the stuff with CM Punk chance for the past 10 years before they got to get the man back. That's the that everybody still believed in the brand. The brand was big. The brand was money. And they bought money. And when you buy money, what do you think? It's more problems, more big issues, big problems. Well, do you think you buy you buy you you buy something and you not buy the problem with it? You we all think that life is about buying things and not buying the problem with it. You buy for, you want to do podcasts, be ready for the the headaches, be ready to 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 to, to prepare shows, be ready to be, to call people where people not show up, be ready to 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 have network issues, be ready for as much as you are going to the, the uncle is be ready for everything. I'm, at the end of the day, I'm like, did the company not prepare for all those problems? I mean, you bring a star in and you think it will not... If, crazy. Now, all of a sudden, Cody left. Boy, I can tell... I can I can use... I mean, he might not want to tell you the truth. He might not want to put it out there. But I can... Right now, I just feel it strongly that if there was any reason Cody had really had that point to leave was the fact that he realized that the biggest superstar in history was in his own home and maybe just maybe there wouldn't be a chance for him to shine like he would want to that was why that man never inked another contract with that company and that man is cody cody took his ball and was like oh more if this man can come in in the span of months um, uh, um, CM Punk came in August 21st, 2021 and that guy literally made AEW become the number one company if booked right. But even at that time, they became legitimately the number two pro wrestling enterprise, empire after WWE. Even most times beating, kicking WWE's ass with merchandise sales, with packed houses, with, 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 with shows that made sense and everything. So people, obviously, if everyone will get threatened, yes, you are an EVP, but you are not CM Punk. The biggest contract at that time, I believe he had it. I'm not sure anybody earned bigger salary in that company more than CM Punk. They, uh, if, they are, if, if, they, if they are man enough, they should all bring their contract at that time and show us. Let's see. I can bet my God that Tony Khan broke the bank for that man. That was why someone like um, MGF could get angry and like, I'm not going to work for you. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. If you're going to pay CM Punk that huge amount of money. Because they, they are all boys. They know these things. If you're paying him that goddamn money, 
to do less. I'm not going to collect less to do more. He demanded his own too. Maybe Corey demanded his own too and Tony did not want to give him. The boy was like, eh? If you don't want to give me, if you want to give me less to come and do more, then I'm taking my ball. I'm going where I can pay, I can get higher, but risk my life and do <laughs> and do more. You understand? Right? Because the, the biggest thing, the biggest, uh, you know, gambling Cody ever did with his career was, you know, going to sit down, having the, have that meeting with uh, McMahon and signing contract with WWE. That was the biggest gamble deal in his life. Because come to think of it, what is happening to him now? It's something he'll be thinking about. Yes, you come into WWE, you have all the, oh, the flowers we laid before you. But you can't guarantee, I'm not sure Vince would ever give you power to book yourself. But I can guarantee, I can fucking guarantee you that CM Punk had that power in AW. I am very sure they gave that man the right to book himself in, in I mean, you have the right to draft what you want. And I will accept it. I believe that was should be, that should have been in that corner because for that man to have so much power and do so much, like do so all those things he did in that company that people are complaining about, no one would do that if you did not have the power to you know you know do what you want to do. I mean, come on, you have a perfect example right now. Brock Lesnar is the only man that in this company that do, does as he pleases. I mean, you can you can you can have people veterans in the company in in the board of president will tell you that. And Vince loved that man so much. I, do you remember the day Vince announced that he was, he was retiring? Did you know yet yeah. that it was not even a rumor? Brock walked out of the show on the show. When you realize yeah. that Vince would not be there, he's like, eh, my man, first we are the Nami, they come, Nami, they tell them what I want. They go. He knew for sure that, oh, I might not have the power again. The man walked yeah. out. Maybe someone like Triple H had to go meet him, talk to him, and like, oh, God, you, you go secure your power, you know, or when he come back and do your job. And a conversation was made, and he came back, and he, it, and he did his job. And right now, the, the uh, me, I just, it, with everything that has happened these past two years with pro wrestling industry, like, for me, personally, I don't kind of teach myself for life, say, they, if there's anything I should not be afraid of, is competition. If there's somebody out there, whether in your boxing career, your podcasting career, your academic career that is kicking your ass. Now you know for sure that I can I'm for some reason I cannot just beat this goddamn person. I cannot just, you know, you know, defeat it. But oh Benny, if you can't beat them, join them. You can't match CM Punk's contract. I can become your friend. I can learn from you. I can see how I I can become a big star too. I yeah. may not just be as big as you, but I I, I will be there. I will strive to be the best I can be. That is what that company did not do. They allowed the 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 envy, the jealousy, the 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 the, the Oh, he just came in here and became the biggest thing. What do you think he was going to become? The smallest thing when he was the biggest thing before he even got him. And they, they, they allowed their, their their feelings, their emotions to run the biggest thing they had in the company off from them. I mean, you had the owner of the company come out there to tell you he was threatened with it. You were fucking threatened, you. If they are threatened by someone you were employed, man, I'm going to fucking sit you down in my office and I'm going to tell you how this thing works. I mean, these people crafted a new show, a new show, two-hour show separate just for one man. You gave him all the powers. You gave him all the leverage. You put him out there first. You put him out there first. You allow the man sit down there next to you Talking trash on your workers. You did nothing. You allowed that man go there 
Your other man, I mean, if ain't nobody will give too much power that will not you do no, no abuse it. As well as the power, you try to streamline and, and, and shake it. Like I can't have somebody come into my, my house and mess it up or and mess it all up for me. You are gonna be you're gonna be on leash. I mean, suspending these people and putting them, oh, you are going to be suspended. It's not a it's not a solution. A discussion needs to be made, a conversation needs to be made. I'm very sure they're not. Imagine I'm telling Tony telling us, oh, he, he's, he has a, a committee. A committee. Vince, I mean, Vince is hated. Vince is villainized. Vince, a lot can be said about Vince. But somebody that can control somebody is not something you will not call Vince. Vince can control whatever decision you bring. I mean, we, I, I, haven't you heard about the, the one <laughs> the one name? I mean, God bless his soul. Um, um, Ultimate Warrior. I, I, I grew up hearing that story. With the issue with Ultimate Warrior, with the company. I mean, Vince gave him everything. I mean, that man literally run rough shot with the company. And the company, Vince gave him everything. But Vince got, I mean, he, he, he demanded enough, right? Vince gave him the money he wanted. But I, I will be damned if Vince did not show him that in this company, I'm the boss. He gave him his money and he punched him right in the face. And kicked him out of his company and gave him his and paid him and kicked him out. Years later, he, he came back. He became Hall of Famer, or, or maybe he died and everything. Right now, Ultimate Warrior Trophy is everywhere for people that have voted for, uh, for what they want. I'm not trying to justify anything, I'm just trying to point out things here for you in terms of how that man was the best thing for that for those people and they fucked it up for themselves. It's really crazy to see how. I mean, people will always say, oh, Sean Michaels, Sean Michaels. Vince loved Sean. Sean was money for him. But when it was time to handle business, Vince, Vince will handle business with you. Vince can give you the award, but you can't. I mean, he, I, I, we've heard story that, oh, the biggest thing in, that, the, the last thing that Vince would have to be bigger than him would have been The Rock. Stone Cold is bigger than the company. The Rock is bigger than WWE. I mean, to even bring that man in for an appearance, you have to have a billion dollars in your account. Johnson, I mean, you can see, but you can't say that about Roman Reigns. Stone Cold left. Stone Cold is not with WWE, but he can do anything. He's, he's, in, he's, on, or he's, he's, act, he's doing movies, he's doing TV shows with the name Stone Cold. He owns it. The Rock owns The Rock. Johnson, I, I, I believe Johnson was the last one that he's not allowed to own himself. Roman Reigns, if there's any day Roman Reigns wants to leave WWE, they're taking the name. From him, they will take the brand from him. Vince owns your brand. One thing I don't like about AW is the fact that Tony gives them leverage to own everything for themselves. Own the brand. Let me let me while you you work for me. I own the brand. You perform, you make the brand better. Tony gives them they, they, they play around everywhere with their brand. You can't WWE owns the fucking brand. The day you leave, you you have nothing. I mean, we, we will address the Dolph Ziggler incident. You will see... It, I mean, right now, the man is going back after working for WWE for over 19 plus years. He don't, he don't even have his name. They don't give me his name back. They own the name. They own the property. Dolph Ziggler. Now, he's now trying to start afresh again with his own name. When a man knows for sure that he, 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 you own nothing, you you'll be streamlined. You go calm your head down. You go walk where. 
that company can do just about anything just because because they own if some of the in fact they, they, they own themselves that's why they can do just about anything then you can see the workers they cannot try it because they know where they are working you make big money but you know that you are you are you are streamlined that company fucked themselves over with punk i hate the fact that they did not sit down and do business after that incident uh, uh, all in 2022 that they the the so-called brawl out i hate the fact that they brought that they kept that man locked um suspended for over almost a year how many months from september to june and they brought him back gave him his own show and they did not even allow they never even set up structures for for him to succeed i hate the fact that they allowed all of the craziness to still enter and ruin everything i hate the fact that he got him fired that should have been handled you should have um, you know send that man home go chill out i want to see you on this so day report to my office Fucked. all right you send in you send a message to the young box you send a message to jack perry everybody that has ever got into a fight with cm punk everybody wants to see you in the office by so time you bring in veterans you bring in since you want to have committee you bring in your fucking committee and you all sit down there and you hatch out everything okay tell me why you hate me so much everybody hatch out your problems but i will be damned if after that session we all don't leave that place making business and making money and you go out there and you fire the biggest superstar you've ever signed. Not when you have lost Cody. Not when you lose one of the biggest stars you built yourself in Jade Cargill. Not when you have lost so many big talents. Who is the biggest star in the company right now? Even MJF right now is all by himself. MJF is the, is the last of is the last and only remaining superstar in that company. Who else is a star right now in that company? That's why they can't even sell out 3,000 seats. 3,000, sorry, 3,000 seats. In a 15 to 20,000 seaters um, arena, you can only make sales, you can only boast of three to um, two to 3,000 seats. If you had a star, you think you'll be, you'll be, you'll be doing such, such low sales? I mean, it, you, Tony can come uh, come on after his pay-per-views and tell you how the company is doing great, how everything is so great, how the, the roster is so great, how everything great, 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 great. But the result is in the pudding. I mean, come on. Regular TV shows is now having 2,000 seats, 3,000 uh, attendants. The place is literally empty. Not on that one. Okay, yes, you want to have big production, but you you ain't selling the tickets. Why are we not going to smaller arenas? Let's go to uh, let's fill in the two three thousand people in a smaller arena and have the arena being filled up, rather than go and hire or rent a a fifteen to twenty thousand seater arena for only two thousand to three thousand attendants. Is that the lowest they've had? I mean, God bless Cody for taking his ball and going up. Sometimes when you that's some there's there's some giving up, you give up and it is to your blessing. Him giving in to like Omar, I'm not sure my future can be here anymore. Realizing that early and leaving at the time he left. Imagine Cody with this kind of talent he has now. Right now, the boy is the biggest, is the most popular star. 
in the company. He is the number one merchandise seller at the moment. For, at, sorry, at the moment, should be CM Punk. I mean, CM Punk, LA Knight. They are all dragging the number one position. But Cody was the number one match seller for the entirety of 2023. The results are there. Go check it out on Google. Go check it out for yourself. Imagine if AW could, could have kept Cody and, you know, worked on that star. It, last night, I I I, I just, uh, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, let me go check out. Um, I was just on YouTube and I went and I checked out Cody's last promo on AW when he tried to build the match between him and um, um, Sammy Guevara for the um, for the is it TNT Championship and the same promo, the same promo style that guy used to do that time. People used to praise him for. He was doing that promo, and you had fans in that arena shouting. Was what the fuck was they like? They 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 they. They 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 disdained him. They they did not even give him credit. I mean, shouting. I mean, I, I don't know if boring was part of it, but like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, come on. Meanwhile, that's the same guy that came over a few months later to the the, the evil empire, and people, yeah. I mean, right now, if Cody comes out, everybody's on their feet. If Cody is talking, everybody's literally yeah. Nobody's making a sound. Everybody's listening to what he's trying to say. Story over moves. I cannot lie to you anymore. I am fed up. I am tired. Every single week I turn into AW Dynamite. Oh, yes. Because right now, I, I won't lie to you. I don't watch Rampage. Nothing there for me. Since Punk left, I will admit here right on the microphone that I have not watched AW Collision. I have not even gone back to check it out. I have not watched that show. I can't waste my two hours on moves, 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 moves. No story. I haven't watched AW Collision since Punk left. The day they announced that Punk is, is has been fired, that was the last show I watched. I watched the last um the, the that was the last time I watched Collision that week. Because everything was in Chicago, I believe. I haven't watched even with the Continental Classic. Instead, I watched Dynamite and I will they will show the people that won on Collision. I'm like, oh, this one the matter. I don't check. I mean, check on YouTube and like, oh, it's the short clip. But I haven't checked out the full show because I'm like, I'm so, even Dynamite is even, it, 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 last week's show was, was abysmal. The show at Jacksonville. Everything was just, I am, yes. <clears throat> the, the company was built on matches. Great pro wrestling matches. Win, win and losses. Yes, I get it. But we can't just be having matches about wins and losses. Somebody like Hook 28 and 1. Without emotions, without story, why is Hook fighting this person? What is the story? What we need stories. You need to emotionally get me. I mean, come on. Right now, the only person that I'm emotionally attached in the all of that company is none other than Swerve. Swerve Strickland. That's the only person because I'm like, I need to see how he will be able to become the first ever Black American. Uh, African American champion in AEW. They have never had that. And I'm trying to, where can we go from? Now, the biggest issue with that company is always their follow up. Somebody might have the biggest um, breakout. And the next thing, how are you handling the person going forward? So if you ask me, 
this punk issue. It's it's a mess up. They messed it up, and and I don't know how they. Uh, obviously, you can see that they re, they reap the the effects of it. Is it, it can be seen on the shows. They can't say they can't even sell uh, make fifteen percent of the uh, of the arena they book. They can't. When when did they ever boost of this? It's only on pay per views. I mean, they had thirteen thousand on, on their um, on the shows and thirteen thousand um fa- people buy people go to see the pay per views, but the weekly shows is so they suffering. I mean, um, the show next um two months from now, which is um. The revolution show is almost sold out. Why? Because of the story of Sting's last match. They have sold over fifteen thousand sick um, tickets, almost selling out the show. I believe at this time on WrestleTix, which is on, on social media, on Twitter, on X, you can see it's like forty seats remaining. They are almost, they are almost sold out right now. Why? Because everybody wants to see, everybody wants to go and watch Sting and say goodbye to Sting, and that's the latest they are advertising, and that's what that's where the problem starts. Now it's only the show is only about Sting. What are we doing to get to the show? We are six weeks away. What other stories are you going to bring into the table? Joe is champion, and you punk him out to to hook. I mean, come on, we we, we won't just we still have to get into that one on its own. So the effect of punk leaving the company, you can see it. The shows, the shows, the shows have been the ticket, the the the, the show sales have been have been so low. The 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 buzz with AW has been down. We can, yes, they are in. They are still in number two, but you, you, you can't really say that. I mean, TN is already kicking their TN is already doing great things on their own. So, man, this breaking it down for you. This CM Punk shit. I mean, come on, um, CM Punk gone. Uh, they lost a big star to WWE. Can you imagine? He went back to the place he would have he should have never gone back to, and he's making them money. Cody left. Jade Cargill. Now they have now they have let go of Andrade. Where the fuck do you think he's going? Do you think H is already on, on that radar? Oh, come on, Andrade, your wife is over here. Come back here and let's make money. Do you think that call is not going on right now? Oh, the man has a fucking even sign. The I'm not even sure if they even if they can sign Mercedes Monet, Monet, Sasha former Sasha Buff, if they can get that one, well, my that might make a bit of an you know, but come on. Should, would they keep signing everybody out there? They've gotten um, um Osprey. They've gotten almost everybody right now. Or just released right now. I'm just seeing the the update. Okada, um, Koshitsuka Okada of New Japan Pressing, one of the biggest star in, in 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 the pressing world, is officially done with New Japan. I would I would think it might AW is the is is where he's going to go. Tony might break the bank to get that one too. But it would be great to see someone like that in uh, in WWE TV and see matches with Okada Roman, Okada Punk, Okada Nakamura. Okada, I mean, we have Okada AJ Styles, crazy to have seen. But well, we all know they might go where they can be comfortable and eat big money and do nothing and stay home and get paid weekly. Tony will open the floodgates, get Mercedes. He has gotten Kotaibushi. Now those ones go there, walk and break their leg, break their. It's crazy. Dude, this man keeps signing stars and keep them and do nothing with them. I mean, you have someone like Miro in your roster. What are you doing with him? You have someone like um, um, Lars Archer. What are you doing with him? You have Andrade. You kept him there. Like, what did you do with him? The big star. You had Buddy Murphy. Buddy Matthews over there. You had Alistair Black in Malacca Black. What are you doing with all these stars? Every day you keep bringing in 
new people, people that are coming two, two months, three months, you leave them and it's crazy. I love, I love the shows. I love the, I love pressing to. Are you there, bro? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, yeah. So for me, CM Punk was the best in here and they fucked it up for themselves. Thank you. Seriously. That was great. Yeah, you're right. Me personally, I love I was really a fan of AEW. And when CM Punk, come, when CM Punk came, came into the company, my love for AEW increased. Okay. It increased so much. And the moment he left, with all the backstage politics, backstage fight, and uh, the constant... Constant drama on the media with AEW. Like, oh, I think I'm done watching their product. Don't tell me you fire your biggest star and you expect your company to grow. You allowed your biggest, your, 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 one of your, your, one of the best bookers there. I believe Cody was booking matches too. You allowed him go. As you said, they allowed Jade Carly go. They carry their own homegrown talent. They allowed, allowed Jade Carly go. Yeah, you've allowed Andrade to go. And what are you doing with your just It was about the great matches that you started. It's the storytelling that we love. That's why we love WWE. Yeah, thank you very much. Moving on, let's move on to NXT. I know the the, the our, our our very own our ninja boy Demon. The guy with the no 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 like this. So the hottest star to me currently now in NXT or Bafemi. The man with the potential. Now, what is your take on on, on about Femi and how do you see his career going from here? You there? Are you? Yeah. Are you? I, I can I can hear you. I don't even can hear you. Can hear you. Uh, did you hear everything I said? Uh, no, but for me, my take on Obafemi, right? Yeah, 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 please. I mean, for the first time, first in time, a very long time since, I really wish someone makes it in the world of um, pro wrestling and in, in yeah, in the world of sports entertainment. This is, the, this is one of the first times in Apollo Cruz because when they um, they had to move Apollo to embrace his his uh, um, his ethnicity, his um, his own tribe, I was really really proud. I believe that was during the pandemic, moving out of the pandemic at that time when he was feuding with Biggie for the Intercontinental Championship, and when he became the Benoit, tribal prince, or something like that, that gave me kind of music with the Nigerian flag and the Nigerian dress. Like, it gave a new fresh of bread. And you were like, Oh, I love the fact that they are embracing the, the ethnicity, they're trying to allow, um, like we we're allowed to allow him to do that. And although, um, they would have allowed him to keep his accent and not. You know, go with the Nigerian accent because I mean, I used to that really sounds somehow to me. I'm like, I mean, come on, this boy <laughs> did not grow up in Nigeria, so he, I mean, let him be himself, but let him just embrace the 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 tribe. But with the Bafemi, it's different. 
with Obafemi, it's different because you could the the mannerism is there. Body is there. Like it's more believable coming from him, and he's a fucking beast. I mean, have you taken a look at that man? Like that, and you you know you know where the fuck he is. He's in the land of the big boys, the land of the bigs, uh, the, the the beasts. You know, if that boy stands next to uh, uh, face face to face with Gunta, you can't believe that shit. If Obafemi stands face to face with Brock, you would eat that shit up. You'd be like, yes, come and give it to me. Because you know that, I mean, it's unpredictable. You, you know, they can't go. If he stands next next up with Randy, you will eat that shit up real nice. Even Cody, Roman, Punk, Drew, Drew fucking back. That if whoever you want to put, Shaman, who I put him up there with, he is going to look believable. I just pray he's successful. He he continues, you know, growing with his promo, growing his character, growing his attitude, being a professional, knowing how to walk, his in-ring walk, you know. And, I mean, thank God he, he has a great coach and president in in Shawn Michaels, and that system in NXT will literally give him the, the opportunity to grow. And if that guy can break out and become a star, that is the that is going to that should be the gateway to that to the company, you know, trying to say, okay, let's see how we can go to his home base. So if Obafemi, Obafemi is the hope we Nigerians have. If Obafemi makes it, this country might just get noticed. We might just get that, you know, we might just get it over here in um in Nigeria. And maybe get our own developmental system, maybe get a show. I've been, for a long time, I've been tweeting about that, give a Nigeria fucking show, we deserve a show. And that might just be a possibility. Even if, even if it's to have him come over for an appearance, you know, make a trip down here, just like Kofi did when he won the WWE Championship in Ghana, when he went for that field trip and everything. Even if it's to have that to him. Man, I'm going to, I pay my money and go and, be able to see him and you know if he's to have conference whatever he wants to do i mean come on he needs right now i not just praying i'm rooting for him anytime there is there's a post of him out there i am posting i'm also reposting i'm tagging i'm trying to get him also out there because he needs to get the attention and the interaction and man i i just know i I, i'm just a believer in his work in his look in his you know in him i just wish um he is humble enough to continue to improve and work more and move up the ranks. And I can't wait to see what, and for the first, I'm really happy because of the person in charge, someone like Trips. Trips really believe a lot in younger talent and people trying to make a name for themselves. So um, we're not really worried uh, of Vince and obviously it's Vince company, but end of the day, at least though he, I just believe he should still stay in NXT for like a year and work more on that. But if he gets moved up to the roster, maybe Raw, better for him because SmackDown is picked with packs with Starlet. So, I mean, let's just see where this goes. But really, I'm really proud of Obafemi and I can't wait to see what he does. And congratulations to him on winning the NXT Championship and everything. That was great to see. And, you know, uh, his promo work is impeccable for someone that I don't even know he was, if he was a fan of, of, of wrestling to begin with. Because, and for, to, do you know how difficult it is to try to do a Nigerian accent? For, you know, and in a promo, and try to keep that character. I mean, he he should be really proud of himself for that impeccable job. I mean, I can't wait to check out 
um, this past episode of NSD, I believe he had a, a promo session with uh, the former champion. I need to see that work because, you know, um, with a busy schedule, I could not check out the show this week, but I'm going to check it out. I, I, I'm, I'm always real here. Yeah? I say my truth. But obviously, I did check out either with an app of um, this past Wednesday and man. So, uh, yeah, Obafemi, crazy. That was, that was, that, that's the one I'm really rooting for. I wish him so much success, man. You can't, you can't imagine. Man. What's your opinion on that? Moving on. From the switch to from the switch from impact wrestling, I mean from the switch from the brand TNA to impact wrestling now to TNA back, uh, we can see a lot of development in the company now, and the return of our of our very own um, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler. Nickname it. Um, I don't really watch TNA like that, but how do you see? What's your what's your what's your what do you think of nickname it to be to that company? And I think um being a broke, I don't know the name she's using now, as we found as well. So how do you see TNA before? You know, when it comes to TNA, um Turnout Wrestling was really one of those um shows at that time. It can't miss show every week for me growing up. Uh I remember my teenage uh, teenage time, um, the 2011s, the 2012s, like I really got into the 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 TNA world um, later in the years, and I mean, it was really uh, one of those shows we had added. Like, but over the years, they fell through the cracks, the the change of uh, management, the the issues with the management and everything, and they 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 fell out of grace, and to see them bounce back and bounce back this way is something great to see. I mean, they kept on fighting. Even during the pandemic, they did not give up. They kept, like, it's really one of the, the, the only companies, aside from AEW, that is really trying to help talents that, you know, that were in the big leagues. And they try to keep their company unique on its own. And they focus more with in-ring products and also the stories. They also, I, I, apart from the other way, I think TNA is the one that does the job very well in terms of like stories and, and matchups. I mean, they cut their stories well with good matches. So I was really happy checking out the pay-per-view this past weekend, the Hard to Kill pay-per-view, and seeing someone like Trinity finish up with the company. And obviously, we might probably see her in, uh, during the Royal Rumble. And, I mean, it was really great to see their growth and have to see fans come back in. I mean, they sold 8,000-plus tickets, and, the, I mean, the energy was crazy. But, man, that ending segment, that ending sequence, with former Dove Ziggler, Nick Nemeth coming in, and, I mean, you could hear the crowd, everybody. Because this is just a man we saw a few weeks ago at um, uh, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, where he attacked the newly the inaugural um, global uh, champion, world champion in um, David Finley, Fit Finley's son, and we were like, and he caught a very impassioned pro, uh, promo. We were for one, and he's going for that championship. But we were like, oh wow, oh is he is he now working for New Japan and everything? We were having that, you know, this it, and all of a sudden he shows up at um, TNA so I, and obviously TNA has a working relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling 
I believe he, he should be officially signed. He's officially signed to TNA as of now, but has a working relationship with New Japan based on the fact that New Japan works with companies like even Triple R, Triple A, yeah, Triple R, they will call it, and he, uh, for the Lucha Libre side of things. And they work with so many other young and growing companies. And to see um, TNA's growth and to see, Do- um, I keep calling him Dolph. I, we need to get, even him, he said it in his promo this, uh, this, uh, this past Thursday, he said he too needs to get used to this nickname um, name now. Talk about WWE always owning the brand. And we can now we can no more know him as Dove anymore. But what I really want to check out, I, I want to discuss more was his um, his promo coming back to TNA where he he did uh, you know acknowledge the craziness and you know giving your all for another company for the past nineteen plus years and getting to let being let go you know him trying to explain his journey and everything and appreciating the fans for starting by him and you know. Of management, but I need to really appreciate the 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 segment where we had the other guy from part of uh, the former. Uh, uh, I I can't put uh, remember the name he used. Um, he he appeared in um in WWE, but he's part of the he was part of the three main in Forgotten Sons. Uh, that got released years ago during the I believe during the pandemic before the pandemic or during the pandemic. Um, part of the Forgotten Sons now. Uh, Marklin. Uh, Steve Macklin in TNA, and he you you had uh Macklin coming to tell him that uh he was really uh he was really uh not sure of Dove and everything Dove was trying to say that Dove was not um sincere with what he was saying that Dove. Is a liar that uh, Dove is a liar that uh, Dove just want to come and suck this the company dry and not you know um, make money for the company like, like he's just coming to suck the company dry and everything like I I like the fact that he's, he, he he did tell him um, that when he's done with him he's gonna make sure that this new uh, terrain of him coming to say oh he's nicknamed he's gonna prove him that he's a liar. And he'll make it so much that he would he would go back to a big Dove Ziggler. Like the fact he mentioned the Dove Ziggler name and everything was really was really um great. That was a great way to go. That was a great way to go. Because you are like, yes, that's amazing. Because obviously every WWE superstar, like you can even um the Nabrook now, Ash by Elegance, all of them, when they leave the company and their names get taken from them. And they go to another place and they try to build it. You tell you, yeah, they say, Oh, we love this place, we love coming here, we love do everything you love, you love, you love. Nobody's, I mean, I know you are pissed, I know you are hungry. Bring that out. And I like the fact that Macklin called him out for, like, I mean, come on, you can't come here and lie to me. You just want to come out. You've been giving, you said it yourself, you've been giving yourself away for the past 19 years. And do you think you're going to come out after giving yourself for 19 years? Another company and give again. You will not, you know, try them now. You go one follow, take back. And but I won't let you come in here and take from this company and leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you so much. I'm gonna kick you so much that you, you, I mean, Dove Ziggler will not even be a, a, a thing of the, it will be a thing of the, I mean, I, I love that promo. I love that. And I can't wait to see um, Dove's um, career 
with um, TNA. I can't love to see what he has to do with other companies. I can't love to see his growth outside of the WWE. And I wish Nick Nemeth uh, success. And come on, I can't really... For TNA in general, I can't wait to see their growth because they are doing something really nice with their company right now. You know, with the new, with everything going on for them. And I believe they might just come out here and just become another competition to AEW. Now, AEW is a competition to WWE. Uh, they think they are, but I don't know for you, but TNA is now rising up the ranks as well with the audience. Hey, big fake. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, let's move over to Raw. The most dominant fashion in Raw, undoubtedly, is the Judgment Day. And ever since the inception of the Judgment Day, they've been rock solid. Every single one of them is a star. And we all know the current money in the bank order is Damian Priest. Who do you think Damian Priest is cashing it on? And why? And why do you think it's so long with all his skills cashing? And what do you think about the storyline the Judgment Day is involved with outing? You know, this is the, uh, the breakdown yeah, on the Chronicle podcast, and I really need to commend you on your your hosting gig because just like we said, this is a, a passion project and a show that I really love to. Uh, I love that, and I wish uh, it continues um, for a very very long time. And I really like the way you are um, riding the ship, and it's also uh, an like a um, a popular one for me because for one. As the host of the brand, it's really crazy to be the one to answer the questions and break it down here. And I really love the fact that you're doing a nice job and I can't wait to be doing this weekly. But uh, back to the question. When it comes to the Judgment Day, I mean, obviously, they won the Fashion of the Year. I mean, you could go for for those that love the Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, magazine and their work and their company. They did put it out there. They won. It's on social media right now. They won their plaque for the Fashion of the Year. And for the main priest, when it comes to the money in the bank, I at the moment the money in the bank is not a concept to me that is as if it's like a failed concept. Like it's especially for the main. Especially when you have a you as a company, you we even as even even you even you as a man, you have your goals and you have your plots and you have your plans for a full year you might like oh okay i think from now till the next six months this way i want to go and everything it's as if they don't always factor in the winner of the money in the bank in especially for the men for the women it's always successful they have 100 percent um cashing rates in their own side of things but for the men it's as if they don't always consider the men in like because roman has walked in and worked around similar for the past four years and he's going into his fourth consecutive um, WrestleMania as champion with the same championship since 2021. So I'm not sure you ever 
come into a year telling me that you're going to take that championship off Roman. So why are we having the money in the bank when you know for sure that nobody's going to take this thing off this man? Yes, they have. Now, they have crafted a, 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 they have, you know, like silently taken one championship off Roman Reigns and created and, I know, mixed it up and created and recreated and rebranded and gave, and gave the prize to Rollins, right? So all the, all the eyeballs and everybody's this thing like, okay, now that is the championship you can cash in and take from. Okay, now they have also included a, a factor that, okay, this is the champ, the, the money bank holder can cash in on any title he wants. NXT, uh, IC title, um, um, US championship, anybody wants to cash in on, you can cash it on and win, right? Fine. We should just take Roman out of the picture. The, the, the money in the bank, as long as Roman is champion, <laughs> there's nobody that will even, it's never wise for you, you like be Brock, except it's Brock that, even if it's Brock, Sam, I'm not sure there's anybody out there that can go there and say, want to cash in on Roman, and it's worth for him because already he has his crew, and let, in terms like the pro wrestling world, he has his own crew. But in logically wise and business wise, there's no fucking way yeah, he's losing to a money in the bank cashing. It's crazy. So, Damien Priest only hope, and this thing is for Rollins. And I believe this past Monday was supposed to be the day he was supposed to cash. He should, should have cashed in there, right there and there. And now we are hearing Rollins is hot. I mean, what's that supposed to say for Rollins? Because Rollins deserves a WrestleMania main event. I mean, the dude has worked hard for it for this past a couple of years with WWE. And with Punk coming back looking for his own main event, I believe night one should be Punk Rollins for the championship. But right now he's hot. I don't even know what uh, was going on there. And for the main priest, I can't even tell. He should is either he cash that motherfucker on on Gunther and takes the IC title, or go to NXT and cash it in on the NXT champion and I maybe mean, move to NXT and move, but that's crazy. I mean, you can't have Priest that has worked his ass off for the main roster. Is he going to take the NXT title to Raw? I mean, NXT title is supposed to be defended and should be used on NXT alone. So it's just crazy right now. That is another unpredictable. Um, um, uh, yes, an unpredictable move for WWE because I, for one, don't even know what the fuck to do with Priest as a child. I mean, it might just be in time and expires, and I don't think that is possible. So that's just one of the things I'm really thinking about because I, 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 I'm breaking it down for you, man. I can't tell what to do with Priest as the IC title. As, sorry, as the money bank holder and who he needs to cash in because right now, even Rollins self is, is kind of like um forbidden not to use it on because Rollins deserves to be in the main events with Punk, except except Priest will will call his shot and announce that I am cashing this championship match in at WrestleMania against you and whoever challenges you, and it becomes a three way match. And we have Damien Priest and Rollins and maybe Punk for the championship at WrestleMania. That will be a a good main event, and you now have Punk main event. You have Rollins main event. You have Priest main event. Everybody is happy. Good then. Good night. <laughs> but man, I don't even know, know if that's gonna if be possible.
Kayaknya bisa Just like they do on the women, because looking about our history, two years ago they did the same thing with Austin Theory. Okay. And okay. now Damian Priest. All right, moving on. The most dominant and, so in my opinion, the greatest intercontinental champion that has ever lived, Gunther, because he has proven it time and time again. He defends his title over and over again against the best and body opponents. Can you tell me who do you think the Tron Gunther for the title? And because before the arrival of CM Punk now, some of us were speculating based on his performance on the last era rumble. That he almost won. He took second basically. Some of us speculated he may win this Royal Rumble. And what do you think is next for Gunther if he loses the title? And who do you think is going to dethrone Gunther for the championship? Who do you think is worthy enough to the Chong Gunther for the championship? Now, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question, a follow-up question on what you're going to answer your question. No, before that time, before I answer this question, I want to ask you a question. If that's yeah, okay, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, sir. If you had the potential and Gunther is the champion, champion, and you've done everything this company has come with Gunther up to this point. Big thing. What 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 do you think Gunther is going forward as champion? Sorry, sorry. As a champion, right? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly cannot answer that question. But to me, my opinion, if I were to write I'll write him in the main event status after him losing the Intercontinental Championship. But if I were to, if I, if I wanted him to lose that title, if I were, if I were the booker, well, I will make him lose the title to Jeyusu. That's just why. And for me, I'm now, good time. Should uh, for me, me, uh, um, uh, um, uh, if Roland the male like 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 the male performance everywhere for the uh, for the calendar year, Gunther to me is the fucking wrestler of the year. I don't know for any other person, but to me, Gunther is the wrestler of the year for the matches. I don't know for you. Is there any match that you have watched from Gunther since the beginning? Let's say from the beginning of his run till now that you have left and you came out and like, ah, I don't know about that one or that one, no tomorrow. Instead, each match tops the last. It doesn't matter who is there with. Even Gunther pulled out a match from the from the means. The means. 
the most safe and most, you know, caricature uh, um, wrestler in, in the history of wrestling. Gunther made the Miz, I mean, the Miz made you, I mean, Gunther made the Miz make it believable. Like, we believe the Miz could, was able to take it from him. I mean, that is just how great Gunther is when it comes to in-ring work. And that man has held that championship since June 2024, 23, 22, winning from um, Ricochet. And he has done fantastic. He has been there with every type of wrestler. The bigger ones, the smaller ones, the, the faster ones. The, he, he has been there with almost everybody. He has cleared out everybody except two people. Gunther hasn't been in the ring with, sorry, three people for me right now. That is Roman. Um, he hasn't been in the ring with um, obviously I think he has not been in the ring with a host of talent at the moment but like people in, in his leagues I'm, I'm not sure he has been in the ring with um, Brock he hasn't been in the ring with um, now CM Punk is in the picture and he, he gave he gave um, Cody his welcome back beatings at Royal Rumble and Gunther is even the longest reigning uh, longest Stayed um, Royal Rumble entrance in sorry yeah, um, survivor in and Royal Rumble history, and last year we even made a better a, 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 a attention for him that oh wow he should have even won the goddamn thing because the man was the star of that match. I mean, but we all knew where we did, the company was going. But to me, if I had the pencil, Gunther would should never even lose this championship. Instead, I will have this man hold that championship. And up now, this is where we now have a lot on our plates. And I would have loved to see Gunther, you know, come out maybe um, a day after the Royal Rumble and tell us, I mean, I have beaten everybody that there is to beat. Uh, sorry, not the day after the Royal Rumble. I, I will have him have one more challenge. That is Brock Lesnar. I will book, I will book Brock to, you know, to, I mean, they tease that that face of last year during the Royal Rumble. I will actually have maybe him eliminate Brock and then have him and Brock feud for the title and move them to have them have a match at WrestleMania and have Gunther, you know, give Brock one of the best match of his career and then him still retains the championship. Then the next, I, I think the um, the day after the uh, after the, the win. He should come out and say, I have beaten every single person that has been put in front of me. I have, you know, I have run through everybody you all have had for me. I am done being this champion. I am done trying to be the best because I'm tired of being the best. And have Gunther relinquish this championship. You create a tournament for that championship and create a new champion. But have him cash in that championship. Say, I am relinquishing this championship for a title shot. And that title shot for the the person that the winner or the current champion of the world heavyweight champion. I don't care if it is Punk. I don't care if it is Rollins that that is the champion at that time. But whoever is the world heavyweight champion after WrestleMania, Gunther should relinquish his IC title and live as an unbeaten champion to face whoever is the champion at that time, and then have Gunther brutalized whoever is. The, I mean, can you imagine maybe Gunther Punk? And Gunther beats the holy hell. I mean, the holy freaking hell out of Punk. Like, 
they have that kind of moment with uh punk call do a call back to punk uh, sorry uh, brock goldberg 2017 series just have gunta come in and brutalize the champion or have a call back to brock cena um, and um was it 2016 or 20 i think it was 2014 or 2013 or so 2014 have Bro- um gunta brutalize the champion that time and take that championship in minutes i mean the shock because if you have punk gunta you say oh punk is going to give me have him go there and i mean beat you know what it means brutalize use his hands and you know dissect whoever is the champion and takes i mean literally rip the champion off and you know have punk go home and you know recover and may have it come back like a month or two later and maybe come back for gunta and obviously you know they are going they, are, they have a show in um gunta's um home base in august that's his in an um the, the bash at berlin almost i think it's, it's close to either his home but um gunta is germany german right so uh, bash in berlin berlin is not germany i don't know if i'm not because someone should correct me there but i mean if you can have him you know brutalize uh punk and then have gunta rule and then maybe have punk or set anybody comes back and they challenge him and they come for him and they stress and everything and then you have that match at his home turf and maybe have the person now win from there i mean having gunta lose in his hometown or in his home country that would be massive because everybody will be gunning for him have the fans there cry you can the man can be bigger there so that would that was just how i would have loved to you know give gunta that kind of, I mean, that I mean, give him something that people will look back to years from them, like, God damn it, Gunther brutalized. Because at that time, the story is whoever he, he, he collected the championship from is coming home, that is coming back to disgrace him. Now you can have Punk come back, Punk with all of the anger and everything. You disgraced me in my first title defense. You made me look like a fool. You make me look weak, man. I have learned from that beatings. I have learned you have humbled me and I'm not going to relent back. I'm going to pay you back for the embarrassment. I'm going to pay you back for the insults. I'm going to pay you back for the heartbreak. I'm going to pay... Hey! Have the punk at that time, if he's the champion, come back with all of the pains. And then people will be like, There's if, if he could beat punk, then he can beat him now. And then have punk shock the world, become the biggest star in the world, beat him. In his home, I mean, have those thousand that stadium go crazy. That is how I would have booked someone like Gunther. I mean, come on, trips have a lot to do with him. So, I mean, I, I trust him to do something better. But that's just how I would have that pencil. Man, man. What do you think of this? That's very, very nice. That was very, very nice. I'm amazed. That was nice. I really like it. I wouldn't have booked it any better, sir. Because this exactly... I even wish WWE would book it the way you just said it. Because that would be really, really, really good. Because be you know how... You know how... You know, did, did, did you see the... I don't know if you have... Which of his opponents... Opponents... Like, I think there was an opponent... So to have so someone, have someone come at you and be like, man, something like, wow, because nobody has ever come to you and like, embarrass them. Okay, yes, I think it's that. Look at you. Look at you. 
Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, moving on, we'll move on to the United States Championship. United States Champion, who is Logan Paul? I mean, Logan Paul looks like he's born for this business. His promo work, his in-ring work, I mean, the guy is just exceptional. You cannot deny it. Hit him all you want. And currently now, he's going on with a on a feud with Kevin Owens. How do you see that going? I was bet I was because of the fact that I really love the fact that the championship went with uh, Logan in terms of like you know he's going everywhere with that championship. The championship is on his podcast. Is is no? I mean that's what you need for that kind of stuff because that championship has really. Not gotten Gunther has literally overshadowed all of the smaller belts. <laughs> Gunther has really taken the smaller for everything because of him being a great champion. So, um, the United States Championship actually being with somebody that is on social media, that is doing his podcast, having guests on, and having that belt everywhere. I mean, you can see him with his showers on his bed. I mean, come on, that man is crazy. But yeah, I really need to give him his flowers for being such a great um, ambassador. To me, it's more than a champion, it's like an ambassador. For the company, like representing the younger generation and like the kind of like the Gen Z, if you want to say, of the processing industry, and also the 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 core fact of him actually, you know, being an outsider that made us a believer in his career, a believer in his work. I mean, has he ever had a bad match? I mean, that man can literally have. A, I mean, he, he always give me sometimes uh, the Shawn Michaels or the kind of the like Daniel Bryan vibe. Uh, sorry, Daniel Bryan's in the right now in AW. Like, he used to give me that kind of vibe because they can literally have a match with a broomstick and will make it still be um, amazing. So, uh, I really love to see him go over Kelvin. And if there's, any, if there's anybody that deserves to go one-on-one -on -one with him and maybe take the belt for him, should be none other than LA Knight. And thank God they are in the same, um, they are in the same um, roster. And obviously, uh, we might get to see that at WrestleMania and maybe get to see that soon. But... Man, I would love to literally see that match. And um, for Kevin, uh, I know Kevin is doing his, the, one of the, the best job of his career. I mean, Kevin has literally eliminated WrestleMania back to back um, la the year before last and last year. So obviously, he will also have a marquee match. One about one that I know Triple H for is that he's not like Tony Khan. I'm not trying to push it. I'm just trying to uh, you know break down things here. Tony literally puts almost everybody as if he gives everybody prizes. On his pay per view, I mean, I'm not sure there's any pay per view Tony Khan has put put on that doesn't have more than 
15, more, um, 10 to 15 matches on the card. But that's not the same. That's not what um, trips. I like trips because everything to get on Triple H um, pay-per-view card, you need to be of importance. You need to have done something of importance that's worthy of. I mean, we now have the SmackDown before the pay-per-view now being so big enough for some matches to be um, yeah, put on that show. So you instead of putting them on the pre-show, they put them on live TV with the big audience and have that match there. And then just the pre-show is just you know random for talk and everything. Then you now have the big um the 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 the, the, the best and deserving matches on the show. I mean WWE shows two to three hours they are done. Even WrestleMania, the people were giving him flack last year for you know giving short like not everybody made it to the, the show. You really need to you need to deserve it to be there. And I think that's what um he will continue to do. And that's what he has been doing for the past couple uh, past one years. Um, as someone that has been rolling the ship, and for someone like Kevin, I think he will get his just due, but I don't think Royal Rumble is the is the day for him. So um, I'm I'm really going forward with um, uh, going forward with him. Um, with with sorry with yeah, I'm going forward with Kevin. Uh, sorry with um Logan Paul. Yeah, and that's just about it. I think um um Logan Paul would go over on this one and. Probably have a, a good. I need him to have a feud with um LA Knight going forward. LA Knight, yeah. <laughs> the best for the last. What are your predictions for the Universal Championship? And how do you see this show is going on? Because the proper signing is tonight. And um, we may see a lot of damage. So, how do you see this story going on? The story of LA Knight. The story of the undisputed WWE undisputed Universal Championship. What are your predictions for the Father for Week? And how do you see this story going? The Father for Week. The main event for the Father for Week. Oh, so for, so for, for, for that one, that one. The fact that they did not want it to be um too predictable in terms of because that we we all know you you we have been we, we if you're an insider whether you're an insider whether you are a pro wrestling fan whether you've watched it since childhood and everything we all know when it comes to surely champions surely champions like such champions such like Roman there's no way you would have them drop that championship before the big the big show which is wrestlemania so but at the end of the day sometimes there are scenarios that that happen i mean we had punk lose to rock years ago and we now had punk now main event that championship with um john cena we we i think we we had um uh john cena with uh I think just now won AJ Styles for WWE Championship for to become the is it the sixteen or seventeen time champion at that time, so twenty seventeen Royal Rumble one of the best match from uh, John Cena AJ Styles at that time too, but the thing here is there's no way I mean I'm seeing people say oh uh, Randy should win so that uh, Randy and Cody can finish the story at WrestleMania while the uh, Roman will go, and go with the Rock and win. like I'm like. How do you people? I'm I'm so grateful. Some some people don't even book shows, or some people are not even opportunity to have. Because why the fuck will you go and have the Rock and Roman Reigns without the championship? Even if the Rock doesn't want the belt, 
I mean, if Roman loses before facing the rock, what is the rock facing? He's facing a defeated man. The rock needs to face, face Roman, Roman, Roman glory. glory. Want to say something? Faith, big faith, want to say something? I say Fox, Fox, Fox. Okay. okay. So, I mean, he needs, to, he needs to face him in his full glory. So, all this narrative of Randy should win, Ejita should take it, LA Knight should. Please, we should all, you know, we should debunk from this. We should just leave it. Come Real Rumble, the tribal chief is going to he's going to spear, spear LA Knight, spear AJ Styles, spear Randy, stack them up, and pin them. I mean, did you see the visuals with Daniel Bryan and, um, sorry, Daniel Bryan and Adam Copeland of uh, age at that time, in 2021, at WrestleMania uh, 27? Wait for the the big the best the best picture where you see him stack the three legends and pin them and that if if that's not an insult this not the rubbing the wound if that's not a a a a, a history and you know career making moment to see a picture where Roman stacked three huge stars stars that can stand on their own and even many events many on their own stack stars like LA Knight. Styles like AJ and Styles, uh, sorry, no pun intended there. Styles, stars like um, Randy to see the visuals where Roman will stack those three legends and pin them to win that match. That's something I can give my money to see. And I believe, come rareable, Roman is walking out of that place still champion and move on to face whoever is going to come for him for that championship. At WrestleMania, so I I wish those guys. I know those guys are going to do incredible jobs, win or lose. They are still stars, and they are still going to you know come out of that looking uh, you know great and still move on and have great stories to tell going forward. But right now, Roman needs to have that championship. That championship belongs to Cody. That's Cody's belt. Nobody's touching that. Nobody's touching that. Story is finishing the story, and we getting that championship from Roman Reigns, taking it off him. So that's just. Uh, what I think when it comes to that matchup, Cumbria. Let's wrap up. But I would like to get your predictions on the men's winner and the women's Royal Rumble winner, and why. What you think is going on? You know, you know um, <laughs> um, sincerely speaking, I would have said uh, we leave this prediction. Uh, till our next week show, uh, which which will be, which will be uh, the second episode of Breakdown. Breakdown. But I will see. I will see. The thing is, I still, I believe that this is the the most unpredictable rare of rare in history. I'm not sure we've ever got. We've ever we've gone into any any Royal Rumble not really having an answer to like okay definitely this is who is coming out of there winning i can't believe this i can't remember the last time you know we went into a Royal rumble and we did not know who was coming out winning that champion and uh, winning that that Royal rumble i mean it used to be something how oh, you predict oh there's nobody with but for the first time in a long time wwe have places to go Whoever they pick to win is 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 and can and will be 
the right and one and the deserving one because almost almost half of the field are deserving. If Drew comes out shockingly winning this Royal Rumble, he's deserving because Drew needs to, he said it himself, he needs to also, you know, finish, not kind of finish his story, try to dig there on Cody, but dude, um, Drew needs his own validation that I won a Royal Rumble and I manipulated in WrestleMania where people were, were in attendance in a big stadium. That was taken away from me by nature. COVID-19 came and took away my main event for me and I, I was able to main event WrestleMania in an empty building. I want to do that with, with people fully packed. If they come out and give that win and that story to Drew, I'm not sure, even if people will get angry, I'm not sure anybody will be like, oh, that was bullshit. But people will be like, uh-oh, truly, truly, this boy, this man deserve to go to WrestleMania with packed stadium. If they give this to Cody, Nobody got to bat an eyelash at that. Because that is will give him straight tickets to challenging whoever is the undefeated WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania night two. If they give this to Gunther, I'm not even sure nobody's going to angry, get angry with you because Gunther gave his best performance last year. Became came at number one, stayed to the end, became the longest man on in the Rumble match, almost gave Cody 15 minutes classic. And still, um, yeah, almost won. And having him win this time around would be great. He has announced himself for the championship. I'm not sure nobody will go to argue with you. You have punk in it. If you have someone like Randy now coming, Brock now coming. I mean, come on. For the first time in a long time, you have Royal Rumble being filled with stars. What if they even shock us? I hate, I hate, want, I hate to even want to predict it. I hate to even want to even think about it. But I mean, come on, enjoy WWE. What if The Rock comes into this Royal land and is in a Royal match? For the first time, you they have so many stars they can go with. So that's just one of the things I'm telling you. Like In this one, I can't even lay my finger on it. But I can proudly tell you that, well, I can stake my, my name and say, this year, Punk might just come out winning. So for me, Men's Royal Rumble, I'm going with Punk. I'm going with Punk. For the women, still unpredictable. I'm still wishing Mercedes Monet, former Sasha Banks, can get in, can come back. And if she's back in that company, she 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 can come at the victorious vote. But if we are going with who we, we don't see if we I, people will see for I. I think the Royal Rumble match should um I mean as much as I I don't really know the intrigue there and everything, but I I would love to see um I'd love to see uh and everybody wants to see Becky win, but I, I would love to actually see Bailey win this one and step out of the shadows of the the, the have damage control turn on her, let her become the baby face, let her go back to have uh, the Bailey of NXT with all her cartoon uh Bailey bodies come back, let her go back to that character, let her go back to the huggable one, and then have her go go and challenge someone like Rhea Ripley, that is a, a, a villain, and have Ripley tear her apart with insults. I mean, look at what you did to yourself. Look at how you, you, you've taught yourself to a, a mocking, a, a laughing stock. I mean, you, you were the, 
one half of the the woman that brought back the women's revolution. Your match with Sasha Banks was the number one, was the best match, was the match of the year, was the match that put the women's division and women's revolution on the map. You two made history. Look at what you have turned yourself into. I mean, have Ripley, um, no pun intended, rip into Bailey. I mean, give Bailey so much insult that all of us will be on our on our TV holding our jaws, picking it from the ground to fix it back. And then have Bailey pursue her as a goddamn baby face. And have them come in event, WrestleMania. And maybe for just some reason, <laughs> have Rhea beat her <laughs> and shatter the hearts of so many. But I really believe Bailey should become a baby face. Bailey, Bailey deserves to, Bailey should win the Royal Rumble match and go to face Rhea and have have a baby face run for 2024. And maybe eventually, you know, get to beat Rhea uh, in the in the coming months. Uh, but I would I would love to see what happened to Cody, happened to uh, Bailey. But the story should be uh, since the women, it's more flexible to do that. So I think for me, I can stick myself and say, well, Punk Bailey, Royal Rumble winners, two twenty four. <laughs> So, um, with that, I know, obviously, um, this has been such a great session for me. I really appreciate the amazing job, job done by Can you hear me, Faith? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. I think that was some nice predictions, though. And um, that brings us to the end of the podcast. And I want to really appreciate you, bro, for giving me this platform. It's a, it's a really huge opportunity. So thank you very much. I'll we'll close now. I really appreciate that, too. And it was an incredible episode of the breakdown. And when it comes out on the on the podcast uh, platform, I know um, we would love to listen back to it and we we'll, we we'll appreciate the job you've done here. And you really have done yourself. Yeah. I can't wait to do this with you on the next episode next week and see what we can do on that show. And you know, thank you so much. And thank you for being a host of the group the most. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, sir. You have come to the end of this episode on the Chronicle Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share, and watch out for our forthcoming episodes. Thank you for listening to the Chronicle Podcast. Thank you, and God bless.